Oh God, give us the heart to want you to come and rent the heavens and bring revival in the hearts of your people again. God, awaken us to the battle. Awaken us to the battle. We magnify you, we exalt you. And Lord, as John the Baptist seen you coming, he said, behold, the Lamb of God, I must decrease and you must increase. Ha! Glory to God. And this morning, Lord, I fade to the background and I ask you to step up and stand up on behalf of your people and use this broken, tattered, failed vessel for your glory that your kingdom may be magnified, that your name may be exalted, that souls may be saved and healed and delivered to the glory of God the Father. Lord, nobody in this place will take your glory. You will receive all of the praise, all of the honor. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. If you agree with that prayer, put your hands together and thank the Lord. This morning, I'm so grateful to jump in on this Gold Digger series when Pastor Andrew called me and he said that he wanted me to be a part of this series. I was overjoyed. Uh, and when I heard the theme, I was even more fired up uh, because uh, just to hear about a dig gets me excited. I just want to say that all of these wonderful things that you heard Pastor Andrew saying about me, I'm not worthy of it. I just had a dig in my soul when I heard the gospel. I said, well, if they could do it, surely I can do it. If God would use them, God use murderers, God use people who turn their back on him. God use donkeys. And if God could use them, why not me? If God could use them and why not me? I remember a pastor, my pastor preaching during that time. He was praying and he said, I was like 19, I believe at the time. And he was saying, God, give me one that would get a passion that would hear this word and that would be desperate to reach souls for the glory of God. And I sat there and I thought about it. I pondered on it and I stood up and I said, God, I'll be that one. Use me. To bring glory to the name of Jesus. Use me to lay hands on the sick and to cast out devils. I'll do it. I don't know how to do it, but I'll do it. I'll just say yes. I'll just say yes. And I was stirred as I began to think about the dig that was in my heart when I first started. And Pastor Chantal played a song this morning that really blessed my heart. It said, Will you, do you still have the fire? Do you still want more of God after all of these years? Is there still something on the inside of you that says, this is more than just a song I sing and a prayer I pray. This is more than just me coming in here and going through the motions. There is something that God is doing in the earth and I want to be a part of it. I want to be a part of it. So I started praying and seeking the Lord and meditating and praying and seeking the Lord about what he wanted me to speak on. And I believe the Lord gave me the message. He wanted me to preach on the unveiling the gift within. Preach on unveiling the gift within us. 
And as we start to think about gold digging in this series, I started thinking about that dig and thinking about the desire to unveil that which God has put on the inside of every single person in this room under the sound of my voice. God has called you. He has put a great gift on the inside of you. He has put an anointing on the inside of you. He has put a power on the inside of you. He has put glory on the inside of you. And you have to get a desperate desire on the inside of you to go after what God has for you. I call it a dig, a desperation with holy indignation to go get what God has for us. If you're not in here and you don't have that desire, you need to start praying for God to give you a desire to go after God's gifts that he has on the inside of you. This scripture came to my mind in 2 Corinthians, the fourth chapter in the seventh verse. The scripture reads, but we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. As I begin to read the scripture over and over and over again and meditate it, we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. As I was praying and meditating on it, the Holy Spirit brought something to my attention. He said, son, read it again. I read it again. I read the scripture over again. He said, you missed it. Read it one more time. And I read it again and I quoted it and I preached it to myself. I preached it hard to myself and I prayed and he said, son, you're not seeing what I'm telling you. Slow down and look at the scripture. How many of you know it's so important for us to pray and to ask the Holy Spirit to give us revelation as we read his words so that we're not being misled by doctrines of devils and seducing spirits. How many of you know that our when we when we read something and we don't have an understanding of it, it can lead us to natural and spiritual limitations. The enemy was working and I was adding a word that wasn't there. And that one word that I was adding was hidden. Pastor, I was preaching and I don't know if I had ever heard somebody preach it or somebody say it. I was saying, and I have this treasure hidden in earthen vessels. And the Holy Spirit quickened my heart. Read it again. Look at it again. And I continued to read it. And even though I was looking at it with my eyes, I was still saying with my mouth, hidden. Hidden. And because I was saying hidden, I wasn't getting the totality of what God was trying to reveal to me in that scripture. Mm. Somebody going to help me preach this morning. I heard in my spirit as I was reading that he was saying, listen, when have you ever seen God hiding from me? When have you ever seen God in in fear hiding something? The Holy Spirit quickened me and said, man hides, but God veils. Man hides, but God veils. Holy Spirit began to deal with me so strong. He said, God is not afraid of revealing the gift that he has placed inside of you. Somebody needs to hear that this morning. God is not afraid to reveal to the world what he has put on the inside of you. God is not scared. There is no fear in him. Our God ain't never scared like we used to say back in the day. 
God ain't never scared. We got to deal with this misconception and this false narrative that God is playing some type of game of hide and seek with the purpose and the plan and the gift that he has inside of you. God is not trying to hide from you what his plan is for you. God is not trying to hide the gift that he has placed on the inside of you. God desires for you to see exactly what his plan is for your life. God wants you to get exactly what he put on the inside of you. And I come to declare to you the only way you're going to tap into it is to get a dig down in your soul I'm talking about not just any old dig is going to do you you got to have a desperation in your heart a holy indignation some type of fire that's intense that says I'm buried I'm covered and the gift has been buried because of sin in this earthen vessel but God says if we get a dig in our soul we can uncover the great gift that God has placed on the inside of us. We're in an hour where it's power against power and we need God's gifts to be awakened and stirred up in the body of Christ. We got to be so careful because we are becoming so modernized and commercialized that we forget that we are here to be weaponized for the manifestation of God's glory in this earth. Don't you come in here and take this lightly. You're here to be equipped. You're here to be trained. You're here to be weaponized by God to defeat and to fight back the powers of darkness. If Jesus did it, he said that we're going to have to do it. He said that he came to give us power over all the power of the enemy. If you cannot see that it is power against power in this hour, you are sadly blinded by the God of this world. And I pray in the mighty name of Jesus, but by the end of today, you you will walk and you will have a divine revelation that it's time for you to get on your face. It's time for the body of Christ to stop all of this cute stuff and get on their face before God and cry out for those who are buried in the weight of the dirt of this world and sin. God help me preach it how you want me to preach it. God, help us get a passion for those who are lost and dying. A passion that says that, Lord, who am I? I don't know anything, but I'm willing. I don't know how to preach. I don't know how to. I can remember. I, I, I wasn't planning on talking on this, but I remember when I was uh, in Africa for the first time. I went on a mission trip. I believe I was about 19 or 20. Just after that experience of me saying, I'll be the one. I remember Someone asked me, do you preach? Never preached before. I didn't know how to preach. And I seen that there was a great need because the individuals who I went with were off. And so they weren't on spiritually. And so when I went, I seen that there was a great need. I often tell people, if you want to discover the gift of God that's in you, get around a need. Get around the need because the gift that is inside of you has a desire to feed needs. And I remember being there put on the spot. I said, yes, before I could even think about it. And then all of a sudden fear tried to come in and grip me. They said, OK, great. You'll be preaching the afternoon service. And I remember that whole day, butterflies, fear, I was afraid, I was scared. And I remember the Holy Spirit said to me, son, what did I teach you this morning? 
And I remember standing in front and I looked out the window and hundreds upon hundreds of people were coming. And then it just started hitting me more and more fear, wave after wave of fear. But I remember standing up and all of a sudden when I started opening my mouth, much like today, the power of God began to work through me. I started listening to myself say stuff and I was talking to myself, pastor, while I was preaching, saying, my God, I'm preaching this thing. There's something on the inside of me that's doing the work. If you could just surrender to God, let him work that gift. God will do all the heavy lifting. Get around a need and let the gift that's in you arise and feed the need. Amen. God is not hiding, but in fact, God wants to expose his plan and his purpose and the great treasure that he put on the inside of us to the nations. God wants you to know exactly the power that you possess. God is not hiding from man, but I want to declare to you that God is not scared. He says here that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. If God can be for us, who can be against us? Like David says, who is this uncircumcised Philistine that comes to defy the armies of God? What I'm trying to say is, is that what we, what we have to think about is that often what we consider hidden is in fact not hidden at all, but rather it is veiled. So as I was reading the scripture, the Lord was saying, no, son, it's not it's not hidden from you. It is just veiled at this time. What we considered hidden is veiled. Let me just for the sake of this message, I want you to really get this and understand, because this is what the Lord was trying to show me. He was saying, son, you could be veiled, but not hidden. You can be veiled, but not hidden. If I was to veil myself on this platform with this tile, you would be able to see that I'm veiled, but I still would not be hidden from you. Veil means to be covered and surrounded. Hidden means to be kept secret or unknown. So God is not trying to keep it a secret what he wants to do in your life. God is not trying to, to hide you from the world. In fact, the scripture teaches us that God is wanting and waiting for an opportunity to expose you to the world. The Bible tells us in the book of Romans, the 8th chapter and the 19th verse, that the whole earth is waiting with an outstretched neck standing on his tippy toes. If you can get the picture, the, the world is waiting with an outstretched neck on his tippy toes looking around every corner, waiting for the sons of God to be made manifest to the earth, to declare liberty to it, yeah, yeah. to expose the greatness of the glory and the gift and the anointing and the power that is locked up on the inside of you. The Holy Spirit spoke to me very strong when I was on the plane, and I don't take this lightly. He said to declare that it's unveiling season. It's unveiling season. It's unveiling season here at Serve City and I can see it happening right now. God is saying it's unveiling season. It's time for the body of Christ to come out of hiding. It's time for you to come out of hiding. This is not just for the pastor. It's not just for the praise team. But God has got something great on the inside of you. I come to declare that the miracle pastor is already in the house. 
Bible said that he would pour out his spirit upon all flesh and the young would rise up and prophesy. The old would dream dreams. There's old folks in here who's got a dream and all you need to do is start walking that thing out. Start digging that thing out. There's some young people in here that's operating in the gift of prophecy and I come to stir it up. I'm here on assignment by the power of God to stir up the gift of God that is within you. To put a dig back in your spirit again. You're not just singing David when you're singing demons are trembling you can't see it for we look not at the things that we can see for the things that we can see are temporal but the things that we cannot see are eternal the world is waiting for you to manifest what God has put on the inside of you you need to get the revelation that the whole earth is waiting for us to arise and come out of hiding come out come out wherever you are and get a dig down in your soul again for the power and purpose and plan of God to be revealed in this earth we got to get to the place again where we realize that yes this is how I fight my battles and if you're fighting a battle you're enlisted in an army this is not just songs that we're singing here this is not just for me it's not just for pastor God has called each and every one of us to be ministers of reconciliation on your job in that office in that hallway at the school in the marketplace in the streets in the city in this country God has called you yes you yes you we tend to look around and look at everybody else when they say we have a need, but God is saying, yes, even you. Waiting and watching for you to get a dig deep down to be able to unearth the jackpot of the precious prized above all else. Magnificent God-given gifts of the Father of lights that he has given to each and every one of us. The Bible tells us that we have this glory inside of earthen vessels. Frail and fragile earthen vessels. There is such a great power that dwells deep down on the inside of each and every one of us. And we've got to be willing to dig and unearth this thing come out of the dirt that you've been in dig yourself out of that mess dig yourself out of that mess and say I will arise and do what God has called me to do the scripture teaches us that God has put a gift and a talent and an ability in each and every one of us but God is not just looking for usability God is not just looking for talent he's looking for usability the Bible said that the eyes of the Lord go to and fro, searching the earth, searching for somebody that is qualified, somebody that is equipped, somebody that has a dig, somebody that has a desperation to go after what God has, not only for your life, but what God has for this community. You see, you can't just come in here and sing songs and, and say that you love the lost and that you want people to be saved, but you never go outside of these doors and communicate the message of the gospel. You never go outside of these doors and expose the greatness of the greatest treasure the world has ever known, and that's the precious name of Jesus Christ in which dwells inside of you. For greater is he that is than he that is in the world greater is he that is in me than the me that is in this world the world doesn't need more of me the more the world needs more of him he needs more he needs the world needs more of him 
Jesus is searching for the opportunity. We have to understand that Jesus is searching for the opportunity to use the frailty and the humanity of man's earthen vessels to expose his mighty power. All throughout scripture we see God searching for an opportunity to use our yielded frailty because it creates the opportunity for God to unveil his mighty power in the earth. 2 Corinthians chapter 9 verse, I'm sorry, chapter 12 verse 9 says, Jesus said, my grace is sufficient for you because my strength is made perfect in your weakness, in your frailty, in the broken you, the fragile you, the submitted you. Jesus is saying, I, my strength is made perfect in that individual that submits himself to my plan and my purpose that taps into the, the kingdom and the power and the glory that's on the inside. Second Chronicles 16 and 9 says, For the eyes of the Lord move to and fro throughout the earth that he may, that he may strongly support whose, those whose heart is completely his. Amen. That he may strongly support those whose heart is completely his. You see, our yielded frailty, when we submit it to God, God can take that weakness and do some wonderful things. What we need to know and understand is that there's only seven verses between man's, the humanity of man being celebrated to man's humanity being uh, ridiculed and mocked in shame. Seven verses between man being celebrated, but when God comes in and he uh, puts the glory of God on the inside of us and he gives us the light of the glorious gospel, now all of a sudden we turn over that shame to the Savior and he says, now I'm going to, you're going to go back to the original state of being celebrated because I take your weakness, I take your shame, I take your frailty, and I use that to display my mighty power throughout the world we need to get to the place to where we get to a a place in our relationship with God where we say God I want you to use me to display your glory to the earth when I sing I want your glory to be seen and not me when I worship I want chains to be broken so that your name would be glorified your name would be exalted when I'm at work I want to walk around singing songs and spiritual hymns I want the gift of the word of wisdom I want the gift of the word of knowledge I want the gift of prophecy I want the gift of healings I want the gift of working miracles these are things that is promised to us all we've got to do is tap in to it unearth the gift within I hear I can hear the men of old Shadrach Meshach and Abednego crying out God just might want to use your frailty, the weak you right there in the fire experience you're going through. I hear Noah there as he's working on the ark. I can hear him saying, God just might want to use the frail you right there while you're still building. Even though people cannot see it, but I believe that God still is trying to use the frailty of humanity to expose his great and mighty power. I can hear Joseph crying out from the pit as they stripped him of what they thought was his glory. And all they did was expose and manifest 
manifest the inner glory that was inside saying just hang on in there my brother hang on in there my sister let them strip everything they want to take from you just let it go and let God let them unearth you they think that they're destroying you they think that they're defeating you but really what they're doing is is manifesting the greatness on the inside of you glory to God in the highest they threw him there as they begin to laugh and mock him and say it's over for Joseph we took his glory we took the power from him there's nothing that he has left and then all of a sudden a praise from the bottom of the pit begin to rise up and Joseph begin to cry out and as he begin to unearth himself from that pit he dug himself out with the praise of his lips he begin to magnify God not for the coat of many colors of glory that's frail stuff. That's humanity stuff. He began to thank God for that which was placed on the inside of him. He began to call upon the name of the Lord. And God raised Joseph up out of that pit and promoted him to the palace. They stripped him of his humanity. And God said, now it's time for me to step up and expose and manifest the greatness of the gift that I placed on the inside of him. Forgive me, I feel like preaching today. I don't know about you, but I'm ready for God to expose some stuff in my life. Rip open the veil. They talked about me. They laughed about me. They didn't recognize the gift that God had in me. But God said, let them talk. Let them laugh. Let them mock. But at the end of the day, I'm about to reveal the greatness that I have on the inside of you. Hallelujah. It's unveiling season in the house. It's unveiling season in the house, down in the pit, I can even hear the master crying out after you've done all that you can and you still find yourself on an old rugged cross with people mocking you, blaspheming your name, trying to just, just discourage you and feeling forsaken. Somebody in this place have been going through a season where you feel like you've been hung up to dry, left out. People doesn't recognize the gift and the call that God has on your life. But I come to confirm just like the shepherd in the field. Oh my God. I come to confirm when Jesus was being birthed out in a messy manger, there came some shepherds that came out of the field and came to Mary and begin to glorify God and preach to her begin to preach to that thing that was on the inside of her expose the greatness that's within you I don't care if the manger doesn't match the miracle that's inside of you you've got to hold on and trust God and know that eventually God is going to turn this thing around and everybody is going to see and glorify God he needs you to submit your humanity and the frailty because people will see and say there's no way pastor that he could have done this on his own there's no way that serve city could have done this on their own I want to tell you right now that God did this so that the excellency of his power may be made manifest throughout the earth it's unveiling season in the house come to proclaim that in the mighty name of Jesus God is doing a great work here in this house. He's doing a great work in your life. Pastor, you better get ready because God is saying that it's unveiling season for you. It may have seemed like you've been in the midst of a mess, but I come to declare and decree in the mighty name of Jesus that there's a miracle in that manger. They couldn't see it. They couldn't understand it, but there was greatness that was locked on the inside and the world is waiting for its exposure. 
Hallelujah. And the same thing for the head goes for those who are following behind in this house. It's unveiling season. I just hear that it's going to be the year and the season of firsts for a lot of people in this place. Unveiling your first time winning your first soul to the kingdom of God. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. I believe that this is a season that you're walking to where you're going to be for the first time operating in the positive in your bank account. I'm not coming preaching hype. I'm talking about exposing the power of God that's on the inside of you. It's going to take you into a season of firsts. First time that you walk into another dimension when you sing and when you worship, you actually see demons coming out of people with you laying hands on nobody but God laying hands on them and digging them out of the pit. A season of firsts. A season unveiling, unveiling the great gift that God has in us. We just got to be submitted to the process. We just got to be submitted to the process. You got to see and get this picture. God, I wasn't going to preach this, but, but God came and the angels came to, came to the shepherds out there in the field. And the Bible said that the angels came down and they begin to preach to the shepherds and say, there's good news and good tidings on the way. And here will be the sign. Listen to what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. And the angel said, here is your sign <laughs> it'll be a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes inside of a manger imagine how strange that sounded to these men imagine how strange that sounded you're telling me about this great glory this magnificent gift this all-powerful God this revealing Savior is there in the form of humanity there in the form of a weak fragile baby wrapped in swaddling clothes you need to know what swaddling clothes was was there just to basically restrict the limits of the child Mm, my God, you missed it in the spirit. The swaddling clothes is there. And some of you mothers know this a whole lot better than I do. You swaddle your children so that they won't fall out of the crib before it's time. They, so they won't go into places where they shouldn't be before it's time. It represents restraints and restrictions and limits. He wrapped him in swaddling clothes. And they were able to see that here is this great gift wrapped in all kind of restraints. Beyond wrapped in restraints, here is this magnificent gift but your sign will be when you see them in a manger your sign will be when you see them in a mess and it doesn't match the miracle that I pronounced you got to understand that the mess that you're in is the setup for God to reveal exactly what he wants to do in the earth you got to get a revelation that what you've been going through, this fiery trial, think it not strange. The fiery trials that come to try you. You've got to know that there is some work that's going on behind the veil. And God is working all things out for your good. Oh my God, I give him praise for the work that he does behind the veil when nobody else sees and nobody else knows. But when you've got to dig, God is working on your behalf Amen. wonderful things that God is doing he says here will be your sign when you see a messy manger and you see a babe that's wrapped and restricted and it seems like there's no power in him but the shepherds came there and the Bible said that 
that Mary treasured and pondered these things when the shepherds came to speak those words over her. When they seen the greatness that was there, they begin to confirm. I don't care who hasn't confirmed what God has put on the inside of you. I come to confirm the greatness that God has on the inside of you. I come to speak life over the gift that God has placed inside of you. I come to encourage you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. This is your season. This is your time. Arise. This is the hour for you to do what God has called you to do. Some of you have got the gift to sing. You need to be on this platform. Some of you have the gift of prophecy you need to be talking to the pastor saying I have something in my heart and I want it developed you have to stir up the gift of God that is within you and get busy and get working in the kingdom of God God wants to use our frailty to expose a great power lastly as I come to a close God is always sovereignly working behind the veil on our behalf We've got to trust that we have a great God that is working behind the veil on our behalf, even though we're not aware of what's going on. God is saying that I'm ultimately in control and I've got you covered. I've got you surrounded. You're veiled. He says that we have this treasure in earthen vessels. We can see this so clearly in the story of Moses. As I begin to look at this story, it was so beautiful to me. Moses, here is Moses. A decree had gone out in the land and he said for all male children to be thrown into the Nile and drowned to death. All children were to be thrown in the Nile and drowned and killed. And the scripture said, catch this now, when his mother could hide him no more. When his mother could hide him no more. You see, at the end of our hiding, the only thing that separates God's great glory from being exposed through us is God's veil. you got to get to the place to where you come out of hiding, you end the hiding, and you say, God, here am I. Here's the weak me. Here's the dirty me. Here is the unclean me. Here is the failing me. Here is the empty me. Fill me up, Lord, and use me. For your glory. The scripture said that when his mother could hide him no more, she veiled him in an ark. She veiled him in an ark and put him in the, put him in the very same thing that the enemy desired to kill him with. You just missed it. She put him in the very same thing that was designed for his destruction. But she said, this time... I'm not hiding. Oh my God. She said, this time I'm done hiding. Now it's time to expose because she got a revelation that when she stops hiding, it puts a demand on the glory of God to be made manifest in your situation. Hallelujah to God. Came out of hiding. She said, when the mother could no longer hide Moses, she put him there, veiled in a basket. Check this out now. She put him veiled in a basket in the very thing that was designed to destroy him, trusting God by faith that the enemy was going to feed him in the end. Oh my goodness. You see, we got to understand and know and trust that God is working behind the veil on our behalf. I don't know who I'm sent to preach to, but I come to encourage you. Those people who've been talking about you, the enemies that have been coming against you, God's going to turn this thing around. I feel like preaching it. Laid in the 
midnight hour when you don't even know what's going on God said he's going to turn it around he's going to turn it around and it's going to work in your favor I know all the odds have been against you I know all of the odds have been against you your body may be telling you one thing while the glory is telling you another what happens when your body doesn't line up with God's word you've got to get in your rightful place stand in the gift of prophecy and begin to speak to the dry bones and demand them to live again when your finances don't match up you've got to get the word of God deep down in your soul and say if God be for me who can be against me God will give me favor with men in high places he owns the cattle on a thousand hills if he fed the five thousand surely he can feed me I'm talking about somebody's got to get a revelation that just because you're right down in the middle of the Nile and the very thing that was designed to destroy you, you need to know that God, he will use even your enemies. He will take you to your enemy's table. And he said, I'm not only going to take you to the, I feel an old time preach now. I'm at home, right? He said, even when I'll take you to the table of your enemies, not only will I bring you in the room, but I'm going to force them to feed you, my God. God. He took Moses to the table and he said, now open up Moses. I got some steak for you. I got some T-bone and lobster for you. I don't know who I'm preaching to, but it's the season of the unveiling. God is wanting to unveil his church that we may arise in glory and claim our rightful place in the marketplace, in the ministry. God has called you to be the head and not the tail. There's business people in here and I'm going to come to testify to to you that God will even use you in that arena. God will bless you in the seemingly small things. Despise not small beginnings. Oh my God. You got to start somewhere baby. You got to start somewhere but just know when you submit to God and you begin to open up and say God I unearth this thing. I'm stepping out in faith. Here am I. Use me. Put him in the very same thing that was designed to destroy him. Ha! That's when God shows up the best. We got to get something, a dig in our heart that says, you know what, God? Put me there. I can remember real quick, and I'm coming to a close. If my brother can come to the piano, please. I don't want to preach too much because y'all may run me out of here. But I remember when I showed up in Uganda, Kampala, I was going to preach at a dream center. And what was, I mean, these, these are some of the generals that I looked up to Robert Kayanja and all of these type people. I was going to speak at one of the churches, and I remember being in the car on my way on my way there and as we got closer and closer I heard the sound the sound of the people of God it was a midnight hour prayer they were praying and fasting through the night and I heard the musicians I heard the banging of the drums I heard the praying of God's people I heard the shouting of God's people and I mean to tell you that thing shook me to the very core I begin to think about oh my God who am I Lord who am I to come into a place packed with 10,000 people who am I You've just, I'm just a young boy from the ghetto I'm just a young boy 
who you chose to pull out who said yes to your plan but I remember coming in that place standing up with the power of the Holy Ghost and declaring the message of God's glory because when you put yourself in that situation you force God when you surrender to manifest the inner glory that's on the inside of you you need to question yourself are you operating in the spirit of fear and timidity and you are just playing it safe with God I come to rebuke that spirit in the mighty name of Jesus spirit of fear you have got to let go of God's people this is a season of the unveiling God has not given you a spirit of fear we need to accept this thing and say God it's time for you to do what you do we got to get a revelation that this thing wasn't never designed God is in control it was never designed to destroy me it was never designed to kill me but God was sovereignly working behind the scenes working all things out for my good I want to tell somebody in this place under this power and this anointing and this glory that God is looking for the opportunity to get the maximum glory out of your story did you hear what I said God is looking for the opportunity to get the maximum glory out of your story what sin did this man commit none what did his parents do nothing what I want to do is expose the great glory that God has on the inside of you so for those of you have been questioning God why 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 have I been going through this season I've been going through this mess I've been stuck in this manger here I want to tell you just like Elizabeth when she seen Mary coming and she was stirred and the Bible said that the gift that was in her leaped it's my prayer that your dream would start leaping again that I would dig down in the mighty name of Jesus Christ today in the great reservoir of the resurrection power of Jesus Christ and resurrect your dream resurrect your gift resurrect your talent resurrect your ability in the mighty name of Jesus it shall come to pass you will do and you will fulfill that which God has put on the inside of you as we all stand to our feet now God is desiring more shepherds more shepherds that would hear his voice more shepherds that would not be intimidated by the listen to me pastor that would not be intimidated by the preaching of angels these shepherds did not even allow the angels to out preach the glory that they had just heard some of you have been carnal and you've been putting men up high in high places and high esteem and you've been limiting what God can do in your life and I come to tell you right now don't you let an angel take your place don't you let any other man take your place and use your gift God is going to ask you where is the deposit on what I gave you He's not going to ask you how many times you came to serve city. He's not going to ask you how many times you prayed. He's not going to ask you how many times you sang a great song. He's going to ask you, where is my return? I deposited a gift in you.